I love you. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. I am the Green Traveler from Gourish. And I am the Faceless Leon, the stretchiest experiment on Earth. Welcome to Green and Faceless on the Couch, podcast about movies and TV. <clears throat> I'll say that again, movies and TV. <laughs> <laughs> this is our second adventure into... Indiana Jones. Yay! Uh, and it's a prequel, which I yeah, I never confusing. knew yeah. that it was a prequel. <laughs> I did because I remembered um, being confused <laughs> and looking it up. Um, mm. Nothing about it is confusing because, I, like as you know, as you mentioned, you watch this as a kid and not even right. know there was a difference. Right. It's just a different but, chapter. Yeah. Different woman. Different, yeah, uh, different crew, kind of. You know, you don't have anybody other than Indiana from the no last Sola. one. Yeah, yeah, no Sola, sadly. What makes it sad that it is a prequel is that we don't get Short Round back. No, and I know that he is, you know, a stereotypical Eastern Asian role. I love him though, but he's he's just so good. Him and him and uh, Kaiwi Kwan, who plays yeah. short round. Him and Harrison Ford had such a good yes. chemistry. Oh, Apparently, they great. just like they improvised a lot of their scenes together, and it was just you know he just had a good personality, and you know Spielberg was just like yeah, just bounce yeah. off of Harrison Ford, have a good time. He's like, a fun kid. He's so fun. Uh, I think. If they just wouldn't have named him Short Round, it yeah. would have been totally <laughs> fine. Like, just give him a Chinese name. Uh, Harrison yeah. Ford speaks the language. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's just there's just so many things like that in this movie, though, obviously. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, questionable cultural <laughs> issues, um, and we'll get into that, but... Uh... They did. I did want to mention before we moved on that Kei Hui Kwan and Harrison Ford had a... Um, you know they got they met again at oh, the yeah. Oscars this year uh, cool. when Kei Hui Kwan won uh, for nice. you know best supporting actor. Um, yeah, so they it was it was just a really nice moment because it's like you know they they met each other again, they hugged, and I was just like, oh, I love it. <laughs> and really, I don't think they met since the filming this. You know, it's been a long time. Wow, that's so, a really long time. Yeah. I mean, maybe not. Maybe he didn't. They did, but you know. He, I, as far as I know, he only did the a couple of roles while he was a kid, and yeah, that was it. This, the Goonies, and uh, something else. I can't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. I guess we can click on his name. Power of see. the internet. Oh, oh yeah. It would have been in that opening. Okay. The Goonies. Andy Jones. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he's got listed. <laughs> Well, oh, Encino man, he had a small role in Encino. Man. Okay, there you go. I know I'd seen him in something else. Anyways, he's back. Welcome back. Here we are. I haven't seen your, the film yet. <laughs> I really want to. Which everything, everywhere. Oh, all my God, yeah, you got to. It's still yeah. my favorite movie of last year. <laughs> Let's get back to. Yeah. Oh, good call. Um, but yeah, so it, it's a prequel. Um, birthed in the in the ranch. Uh, I, I want to know what the name of the ranch is because I I used to know it and it's no longer in my mind. Uh, Steven Spielberg's ranch that is development. Uh, you know I'm just gonna ranch ranch. 
Hidden Valley. Ranchise, ranchise. Skywalker Ranch, of course. Um, Why did I not remember that? Yeah, it was birthed at the Skywalker Ranch. Lucas, <laughs> uh, George Lucas, so Steven Spielberg thing. were there. Um, Lawrence Kasdan did not... Um, he jive with it. He yeah. didn't like. Well, like looking back on it, they asked that you know they showed him the script and everything, and he said that he uh, didn't want to do it because it was too dark. And he's uh, like, it, it did not feel like a Spielberg or a, a George Lucas project because it was very dark. And uh, George Lucas Spielberg, they were both going through a breakup. They were uh, both in uh, dark periods of their lives. You know, like men in their thirties who you know are single again and are just like, fuck, what do we do now? You know, and so they're both. Uh, pretty dark when they when they birthed a lot of the ideas for this because this movie deals with child slavery yeah <laughs> uh occult you know crazy shit yeah hearts being ripped out of of bodies that's right uh human sacrifices mm-hmm. a lot of crazy dark shit that's true starvation starvation yeah 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 it opens up though in china uh somewhere somewhere, somewhere in china Go um on. Shanghai, you were right. Shanghai, I was right. Shanghai Earlier crime boss. About it. Yeah, Lao Che. He, uh, he. Uh, <laughs> I might be pronouncing that wrong. No, I think that's how they pronounce yeah. it. In the movie. Yeah, he he is. Uh, at, they're at a. Um, <clears throat> what would you call that? A dance performance? It was, like uh, a, some kind of cl- club, probably yeah. restaurant kind of thing. Very formal, where there was a dancing show where. Willie, whatever her name is, is Willie Bates. Willie Scott. I wanted it to be Willie Bates so bad. <laughs> Willie Scott. W- Willie Scott, who is a woman. Yeah. Uh, we don't find out what that's short for. I don't think. I, I don't even know if it is short for anything. Well, she said, like, that's just my professional name. Oh, yeah. Maybe she had a, a different... Yeah. yeah, that's true. So we never get what her real name... What her birth name was. Yeah. But anyway, she's a singer for uh, Le Chow. Lao Che. Le, Lao Che. <laughs> in, Le Chow. Le Chow. <laughs> Lao Che in uh, his restaurant. Nightclub. Nightclub, place. whatever it is. Yeah, and <clears throat> Indy, after this big performance, which is kind of weird, it's an opening introductory dance number where all the, the credits are, you know, thrown on screen while they're all, while Kate Capshaw is singing. Um, yeah. Kate Capshaw plays Willie Scott. Um, she also goes on to marry <laughs> Steven Spielberg. <Nice. laughs> this is, Steven Spielberg has always referred to this movie as like a very dark moment in his life, one that he regrets, mm-hmm. but he knew it was destiny because he met the woman of his life. There so, you go. Or the love of his life. Sorry. They're still married today. They are, yeah. Yeah, a little nice. family. Um, but yeah, it's it's really kind of funny, too, knowing, like, looking back on this movie and knowing <laughs> that, like, in two years he's going to marry her because, like, all she does is scream and make out. Yeah. Like, that's all she does it's, in this movie. <laughs> it's not, I mean, it's just the, with the leading character the leading female character in the last one yeah to this yeah it's like oh my god it's a huge step down it really is um but you know that's not to say that every single uh woman character has to be strong or every single male character has to be strong but it's the only one character in the movie. It's very faulty. It's very faulty. But again, they were both going through breakups, so that's why. They both yeah. had a, a very dark and, and 
discuss. I can't. Uh, what's the masculine? Uh, a toxic, patriarchal kind of. Oh, also, gotcha. like toxic is better. Like viewpoint of women. So that's right. why their their one female character in this is just does nothing but nag the entire time yeah. because oh, they're both just in very dark spots. Do get pretty tired of Willie Scott. Oh God, yeah. And uh, she really wants to get into Indy's pants almost. Right away, really. Yeah, she's, well, he's he's very dashing in this. Yeah, he has her at gunpoint at the beginning. Because yeah, he's but before to, that, she's like, "Hey, la, yeah, yeah, yeah. Che, who's this?" Yeah, she's all over him at first, yeah. but then he has her at gunpoint, and then the, you know when the deal turns sour, and then deal, deal turns even more sour, and then he finds out he's been poisoned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he hold, he holds out this vile blue liquid. Lao Che does is like, and then he's like. Well, what is that? He's like, it's the antidote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it! And then, like, there's this huge, crazy action scene. It's pretty fun. Actually. Yeah, it is. It is very fun, and and a lot of those moments were stolen from not stolen, but uh, <clears throat> re- lifted, lifted. I mean, actually, truly lifted from their their scrapped script of the first one. Oh, because there was that was one of the action scenes where he's like rolling that big steel door. Uh-huh. Um, it, that was supposed to be in the first one where he was, you know, somebody has a has a machine gun on him and oh. he's just rolling a big steel door and blocking all the bullets. It, it made a really funny sound. I love <laughs> sound. I also love when they like show it from the backside and he's like dodging, but you can see that there's holes yes. coming in. And I'm just like, sorry, like it's not, it's clearly not just denting because there's literal holes. So it's yeah. just like, how is he? How are they still missing him? <laughs> like it's still. Clearly going through the steel door, like maybe it is just denting, and I'm just maybe, blind. But maybe I don't know. But you, you know, maybe I, I don't know. I was going to try to talk about physics, but there's no way. I could do that. <laughs> so back to the movie. Uh, yeah, they finally escape on this cargo plane yeah. with the help of one of Indy's friends. Uh, he's he brings Willie with. Uh, her because with him rather yeah because lao che is like go ahead kill her i don't care yeah, but, yeah he's just like you're coming with me you're safer with me I yeah guess, you know, well, really. well she, she i think she's like well get me the hell out of yeah, here yeah dude. yeah um, and then it's them in short round because short yeah, round short driving, round he's uh, driving a getaway car yeah. with bricks on his feet <laughs> God, that's I love so it. Funny. That's how you know. That's how my dad always said he was going to teach me how to drive. Thankfully, we uh, never did that that uh, way. But you know, he, they always he, my dad was always like, "Yes, oh, we'll put put bricks to your feet. Oh, <laughs> Come man. pick us up." Well, uh, yeah, short round is a very capable kid. Oh yeah, and it and it's so funny, even more so than Data. Like Data is a capable kid, right? And there's another way to look at how the role is um you know slightly stereotypical is that you have these asian kids who are interested in invention or very intuitive and you know that's that's not necessarily a a completely harmful stereotype i would say but it is a stereotype yeah uh but I think the only thing that really makes this problematic character is the name. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah sure. He, he, like, aside from being short round, like that being the name, like, 
short round does so much. Like he, he the, does. He's a, a whole very woman competent at the end. character. Like literally, if if it weren't for short round, both Indy and Willie would be dead. Oh yeah. Like short round literally saves their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, uh, and then he's also incredibly just smart and helpful for Indy. Like it just yeah. as an assistant alone, it's it's kind of weird and why... absolutely adorable. Yeah, he is absolutely adorable. But I mean, but it's kind of weird why Indy wouldn't keep him around. Like why wouldn't you know? Because he, he kind of is like a surrogate son more than he is like a, right. a an assistant. Like I mean, Indy always just calls him like an assistant or like right. you know he's like I saved him. Well, well, actually, he, he caught him. He caught him, yeah. yeah. Which, which that sounds bad, and it sounded bad the first time Andy said it right. in the script, too. But he caught him trying to steal something from him <laughs> and gave him a job instead. Yeah. And then that, that whole scene him. was improvised, too. So that's, oh, why, really? that's why I think uh, he, at first, it seems kind of bad. Is because he literally just said, I caught him. And I think Harrison Ford and I were like, ooh, save it, save it. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that whole uh, whole poker scene where they're playing cards with each other was that just all, was so all improvised. funny. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. <laughs> but like, but when they get away on the the uh, cargo plane, sadly they didn't realize it was a Lao Che plane. Lao, Lao Che. Yeah, that's plane. that I thought cracked. Yeah, yeah. yeah he closes the door and he's like, "So long, Lao Che." <laughs> and it <laughs> says Lao Che right there on it. Ow! I just hit my elbow. Oh desk. no! Ow. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really hilarious. They get away, and for whatever reason, it's it's one of those weird, stupid cinema moments. Where, like, the pilots are Lao Che's people and they're just like, ha ha, we'll kill Indiana Jones. So they jump out with all the parachutes and everything. <laughs> Why didn't they just kill him? Indy was sleeping. Like, he's just, he's just they sleeping. They thought there. it was funny. They they ran the plane out yeah. of gas. Yeah. <laughs> they thought they were a foolproof plan. <laughs> they're like, this is, this, we won't even have to kill him and they're going to freak the fuck out. Yeah. It's going to be great. And then just, they just jump out and then becomes one of the most unrealistic scenes in cinema history um, for, for a movie that feels, you know, tries to stay in the right. realm of reality. Yeah. And this one obviously just immediately it jumps has the some shark. slips. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, Indy, Indy has the great idea to jump out with everybody with, with Willie in, in short round, use it with an, with an inflatable raft. Yes. And he opens it up as they jump out and it, it inflates in air. Which I guess works as a parachute. Reality, yeah. it doesn't. But yeah. in the movie, it worked somewhat as a parachute, so that they hit the hit the snow and just went sledding downhill. Right. I mean, they all have broken hips and yeah. spinal damage, yeah. but I think you could survive that part. They yeah. were close enough to the ground. Maybe. Yeah, definitely broken bones. Though. Definitely broken and bones. Then, and then the, the, the airplane exploding <laughs> on the mountain behind them it's is causing like, an avalanche. It's awful, it man. Like, oh, no, it doesn't. But, but, it, but it looks awful. Like, it, it's really weird because it's like Industrial Light and Magic did this. Yes. You know, this a George Lucas film, always visual effects done by them. They're usually really damn good with their effects. Yeah. And for most of the rest of this film, they're really damn good. But, like, that that plane exploding in the background, first off, it hits the mountain, and you can watch it just delete. Like, they just <laughs> removed it visually. The, the plane just disappears, and it's just fire. And I'm just like, what? It's so it's They so just, awful. like, they're going to be focusing on the raft. Yeah, they're going to be trying to figure out how real it. that part is. They won't care at all about the plane. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. 
And, like, sure, I can overlook them landing and surviving and sledding downhill. But then they go over a cliff. Yeah. The, that is the part that I'm like, okay. <laughs> now they're really dead. Yes. Because you see how far away it is. Like, yeah. The camera is really low, and you can see that this is a pretty tall cliff that they just went flying yeah. over. And then the next shot... They just lightly land in the water lightly, somewhere, yeah. and now they're on a raft ride. <laughs> it's just like it's ridiculous. It's like some Fast I, and Furious. I was bullshit. like, "Where is this at?" You know, in the park. Where? Right. Of course, this wasn't a very good movie. They wouldn't make this into an amusement park, uh, probably. I'm sure there was some some like you know one of those like dangerous theme parks where it's like they didn't really uh, like have safety standards and yeah. people actually did die. I'm oh, sure yeah. there was some place that was just like, hey, the hey, raft adventure of Indiana yeah. Jones. We'll throw you off a cliff. Yes, yeah. ready. Ninety three percent survival uh, rate. Hey, you know if it worked for Niagara Falls. Hey, well. <clears throat> More about this movie. The actual movie begins now. Yeah, once the raft uh, is They were supposed to try to get somewhere to, to try to defeat Lao Che, but they forget about that. Yeah. Uh, and now they're in India. And they find out because there's an Indian man standing Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, India filmed in Sri Lanka because India did not want them to uh, yeah. film in India. Which because, should tell you about the accuracy of yeah. what we're going to talk about going forward. Yeah, India wasn't happy with their, their cultural representation. Yeah. But this, this Indian man uh, and his village, uh, they tell Indy that their god sent them here. So Andy and, and Willie and Short Round. That's right. Um, because they're, you know, they're destined to help this village. That's right. Reclaim. White savior right away. Yep. Immediately. Yeah. Uh, it's, it is awkward. Um, they're supposed to reclaim a stone. I can't remember. Um, uh, Ingham. A sacred Ingham or Lingam? Uh, Sankara stones. Lingam. Yeah. The Sankara stones. Yes. Uh, so, like, he was supposed to help them, you know, he's gotta, gotta go do this now. And, and he's an archaeologist, he's kind of just like, you know... Yeah, it's like, it, I, find it. I can find things. Yeah. I mean, it takes him a while, he does have to be persuaded, um, specifically by that Indian man who could not, in reality, speak English. <laughs> fun, fun behind-the-scenes story of this movie is that Steven Spielberg was saying all the dialogue... And then this man was li literally just phonetically repeating what he heard. Oh Lord! <laughs> and and it's it's it makes a really good scene because like you can't. I, and when I was a kid, I couldn't no. tell. And the dramatic pauses are done in such a way with the music that you know it kind of does seem like a dramatic pause. In reality, they're just cutting out Steven Spielberg saying the line. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's it's very interesting. But you know, they decide we'll help these people. We'll go to. Um, uh, there, it, there's this particular like palace that had been uh, Pancot, Pan yeah, Pancot Palace, which is the opposite direction of where they were going to face off with Lao Che. That, that as I said, they forgot about. Yep. <laughs> uh, but it used to be run by uh, these thuggy cultists, uh, and I know that the thuggy culture was a real thing. Uh, historically um however i'm not going to get into if this is accurate representation right. or not 
because I have been told that it is not. Yeah. They, one of the um, one of India's rules, if they were going to film in India, was that they couldn't say the word Maharaja. Um, as well as like they had India had to have final editing rights over <laughs> the the representation of their culture. But yeah, the um, there is a young Maharaja at this right. Uh, Palace. Why do you know why they didn't want them to say Maharaja? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know uh, if it's. I a... think it might be because of the imperialism thing. Like their their imperialism, uh, really just ended not that long before this movie was made. Like yeah, twenty thirty years max. Um, so I could. I think the Maharajas were put in place by the British. That would make sense. But I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I stupidly did not look into why they couldn't. Um, didn't want them to say it. But it could have been maybe because it's a, like a racist term. Maybe I shouldn't say it. I don't know. I have no idea. But it's he's like a young prince. He's a young thing. yeah yeah uh, some kind of ruler. Yeah, and um, <laughs> definitely they, they they have some contact with this one British officer, so they definitely yeah. show that Britain is in control, but from a distance. Yeah, and and that's where you get the infamous banquet scene when uh, India, yeah. Indian Indian. Uh, and his his trio, they they arrive to the the Pankot Palace. And, and Willie won't eat anything. No, because it's it's all nasty stuff. It, it, uh, George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, they wanted the most gross out things they can imagine. They didn't care about cultural representation right. or sensitivity, and so they went with some really disgusting stuff like chilled monkey brains right. and um, severely inaccurate. Um, it's supposed to be a pregnant snake. They cut right. it open, and there's yeah, eels so inside. <laughs> um, and, and like it's like obviously a snake's not gonna give birth to eels. Right. And then secondly, they eat the eels alive. Right. And eels are poisonous. You have to cook them. You right. can't. You can't eat those alive because they would. They would, would kill, kill you. you <laughs> so well, I was just like that. But this like, one well, guy does sure. like double fist, yeah. and, like <laughs> trying to put him down his empty mouth. His open mouth is so yeah. crazy. It's ridiculous. Like I, I don't know if that's true. But what I've know, been told, you have to cook. They're them. supposed to be snakes. So, yeah, they're supposed know, to you be baby snakes. snakes yeah. alive. Yeah. Baby snakes alive would be fine. Yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> it's really weird. Shit. What else did they have? Oh, she asked. Had... She asked for soup, and she gets eyeball soup, uh, yeah. which is just like whatever. And, yeah, and then they also were eating uh, scarabs. Oh, that's big right. beetles. Yeah, some yeah, kind of yeah. big beetle. And I, I remembered he, reading a long time ago. I don't know the accuracy of this, but apparently this was supposed to be a joke. Like it was supposed to come across as the the people at the palace knew they were getting foreigners coming in, right? And they wanted to gross them out. They wanted to be like, "Ha ha! Sure. This is what they think of us. We're gonna make them be incredibly disgusted." It does not come across no, that way. No, because at all. everybody at the table is enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I I don't know the accuracy of that, but I remember reading somewhere that Spielberg was just like. 
I kind of failed filming that scene. Like, you know, it's just like it wasn't it did not come across the way it was supposed to. It was not supposed to be racist. <laughs> In reality, it's crazy it's, racist. Yeah, it's pretty racist. Uh, but then that's where the movie really just takes a right turn into just absolute craziness. Yeah. So uh, while they are st- out off in their rooms, which uh, Willie, I don't, I really don't know if Indy's into Willie or if he's just like, well, horny. if she's willing. Yeah. yeah. I, um, think, I think he was just horny in this. Right. Scene. Right. But anyhow, they're, she's arguing that he's crazy for her. And so they're both being incredibly stubborn, which I thought that part of it was funny. Yeah. That they're both. I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. Really stubborn, not going to go to each other's rooms. And um, <clears throat> in that time, Indy is attacked by uh, some of the Kalima cultists. Yeah. And I love that scene, too, because it's like there's just a painting so on the wall. Yeah, and as a kid, I never understood it, because I was just like, he would, he would appear, and I'd be like, well, where'd he come from? Right. Like, what the yeah. heck? And then as an adult watching this, I haven't watched this movie in like 10 years or so, because this is like the one I, I least likely to go back to as a trilogy. Yeah. Only three of them. Um, <laughs> I, I, when, but when I do go back to it, like this last time when I watched it just a couple of days ago, it was so funny, because he's just like, you see the paintings of all these people on the wall and everything, and then I see the guy... And it, it's obvious that he is a real guy. That's but right. he looks so good and like as part of the painting. Yeah, really, really it, it was good. really well done. And it's so funny because I see him and I could just see him just like sitting there like trying to be still. And I'm right. just like, man, I would love to be that actor right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's shot so well. It's yeah. really good. Uh, so to go from there, there, that's when they start seeing... Uh, you know, the rituals that are going on underneath yeah. this palace. And uh, there's this cult leader who rips out people's hearts. That's crazy. Uh, and then, you know, they try to save all the children. Yeah, because that's, that's what's going on, is that that's the guy right. who, who rips out people's hearts, his, his, this Kalima cultist right. he's, group. He's using the kids to find the stones. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. he's uh, employing through use of sl- enslaving. That's the word I was looking yes. for. He's enslaving these poor children that he stole from all these nearby villages. Right. Like, really dark shit. Yeah, like, it's pretty fucked my up. My God. I do enjoy the stuff beneath the palace before they meet the rituals. There's some fun traps. There's a good gross bug scene involving Willie not wanting to do anything, but then overcoming her fears. <laughs> it is kind of like a, a her one moment that yeah. she gets in this. But then they get to the rituals, and like when they get to the rituals, it's kind of like out of you remember in the, the live action Scooby Doo. Once all that stuff starts yeah. happening, and it's just uh. like, how do we get here? Like, <laughs> literally like five minutes ago they're in a palace right he was filling up a statue and like you're trying to find a, a hidden tunnel and it's just like that that was just five minutes ago and now we're watching a guy rip people's hearts out like it, yeah. it literally just ramps up real fast does. in the third act it does. now i will say the as a you know uh dungeon engineer yeah uh, that <laughs> the palace was built on the side of a mountain. Yeah, that's fair. Right, so you know, ample room below. To, it, it makes sense, and there is, there is a fun mine scene where they're yeah, they're going down. Right. Um, they're on mine car in mine cars, yeah. 
uh, going across ridiculous like roadways. That's been reenacted through so many different movies right. now. Probably this isn't the original. Probably not. No. Either. But it's a very fun scene. Yeah. Another moment where Short Round gets to shine because he's another the moment from an old dangerous theme park. Yeah, yeah, he'll love yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so should we do closing statements on this movie? Yeah, you know, I, I do enjoy it. It's got issues. Got yeah. lots of issues. Yeah. It's very dark. Um, you know, a lot of dark themes. Uh, coming right off of Raiders of the Lost Ark, it feels wrong. Right. But having aged, you know, 20, 30 years now, I can I can appreciate it more. I, I understand. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah. Well, it was, oh, yeah, it was 84. Jesus almost 40 years old be 40 years old 40 next year years old. yeah god damn hey around this time too may may 8th may 23rd oh, well, nice yeah. what do you know but yeah it's it's <laughs> it is a good summer movie for that reason but no like the the the, the action is fun i enjoyed the action i enjoyed the uh back and forth between short round and indy like indy is really good in this even though yeah. it's dark um, Harrison Ford did a great job returning to this character and continuing to build this crazy right. archaeologist. But overall, it's it's not as good as the first one. Mm. Um, and as as the trilogy as a whole, as we'll talk about next weekend, it's kind of just like, well, why are you here? Like, <laughs> what did you offer? This to the is table? a yeah. Why a prequel? It's so strange. Yeah. To they me. didn't want to make they, the Nazis yes, the bad guys. This is true. Yes, this is true. They, they wanted to avoid just so they just picking on Germany all the next time. time. Next yeah. time. Exactly. I give it a two and a half still. It's still a two and a half star yeah. movie. Uh, I like it a lot less than I did when I was growing up. I'll tell you that much. Um, and, and, you know, however, I think I like uh, Short Round more than I used to, though. I yeah. used to think, man, what a racist character. But really, he's just an adorable kid. He's so fucking great. Yeah, it, it's great. Uh, uh, it makes me want to watch everything. Everywhere. Everywhere all at once yeah. even more. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just like, I understand why it's racist. I understand right. that it, it is that kind of a character. But I love Kei Kwan so He's much. So and I'm good. just like, I don't... It's wrong of me to say so, but I don't care because it's such a good character still. Yeah. He does so Very much enjoyable character. And he, he is a, a strong character. He's a hero. Too. It's just, it is just the name and... Maybe the background of him meeting Indy is a little problematic, yeah. too. I don't know. A little bit. Um, but anyhow, I still give it a, a full face, but it's not one that I want to return to over and over again. Right. However, it does have that... It, it has the stink of nostalgia. That is true. I, this is the one, as I mentioned in our first episode, that... You know, my mom would be like, "Don't let, don't let them don't watch let this. Them watch don't let them see the heart ripping out scene." <laughs> and the dad would be like, "We have the VHS. <laughs> what do you want from me?" I, uh, you know, don't think we own this one, and probably weren't allowed to watch it in the the religious household. Yeah, that day. makes sense. Yeah, uh, but the next one we watched all the time. Yeah. I do just I, like just to tack on another fault of this movie that we forgot to mention is there is some uh, very incorrect use of voodoo in this. Oh yeah, it's so weird. Why voodoo is in India? It's kind of like all right, uh, whatever. But 
Yeah, I don't uh, think I don't think either of them realized that that was a Western Hemisphere thing. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's like I know that there's some ties to Africa, but I have no idea. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the I think the stuff they were using specifically, specifically though, came from very voodoo. Yeah, yeah, from from like Louisiana area. Right. Yeah. So it's just like that felt very just like what are you guys doing with this? Like, why is this here? It's so strange. They're going through a breakup. Let's give them a break. <laughs> <laughs> it was forty years ago. Uh, yeah, I, I'd say you don't need to really watch this one to get what Indiana Jones is all about. No, that's for sure. Uh, we'll find out yeah. in two weeks if it's uh, better than. Yeah, we will. What's it called? The The Kingdom of uh, ass. Donkey Ass Farts. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Like I think I said Dookie Ass Farts. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> it was. Too, it, it might have been Dookie Ass, but it was definitely Dookie Ass. It was something Ass Farts. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. I don't have it labeled properly on our schedule. <laughs> We'll see if it's actually any good. So, uh, but next, hold on though. Yeah. You gotta wait a couple weeks. Yeah. We gotta do the Last Crusade next. That's right. It's not the Last Crusade, apparently. It wasn't. Well, I mean, they do the Kingdom of the Duke ass fuckery. Like, <laughs> I got what you mean, but it's called the Crusade because they go to Jerusalem. Right, but it's still had the last in the title. It should have been like the final <laughs> Indiana Jones. Why they've eked out two more. And a TV show, like uh, an animated show. Uh, I yeah. am the Green Traveler from Gorge. <laughs> <laughs> and I am the Faceless Leon. Safe travels and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of FictionWorks 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe, or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.